Lucas Giolito is ready for another great, spectacular year. And remember, we are now your home for the White Sox. Lucas joins us on the Corona Hotline from Arizona right now. Lucas, how you feeling today? Pretty good. Just got back from the field. So we were just talking about this, and we played the highlight from Len Casper of the fans booing yesterday when, when mm-hmm. you guys were rallying late. You pitched in yesterday's game, and you looked sharp. Do you like the tap-out rule in the inning, or, or do you think you should have to finish the inning? I personally don't like it. Um, I, I agree with, with our manager on that one. I think it kind of robs the fans a bit from, from the spring training experience. You know, a lot of people traveled out here. Uh, it's it's already tough with COVID. You have people sitting in pods. Um, I think that whenever possible, try and finish the inning. You know, whether that means you have a minor league call up guy, get him get him in the game, get the starter out of there, whatever it may be. Um, but you know, sometimes that's just the way it goes. I think that in yesterday's case. Uh, you know, you got the MVP up, you got bases loaded, like, you know, one more at that, you know? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucas, how's the vibe in, in, in camp right now? It's been fantastic. Uh, really, really good. Uh, everyone's getting along. Uh, the, the staff, kind of the new staff that we have, have, have been doing a wonderful job. Um, we're going from station to station very smoothly. I'm impressed with how the guys are playing right now. Uh, the bullpen sessions, you know, I watch pitching mainly, but all the young guys sewing really hard, uh, bringing a lot of good stuff to the table. So I'm just excited to keep it going. Is there a different vibe because of what you guys were? And I know you've said earlier, look, we didn't really accomplish anything. We actually took our foot off the gas. But now as a team that is looked at to contend for a World Series, is there sort of more of a swagger with this team in camp? I'd say so. I think that we really own how good we are now, whereas last year we were still making strides forward and we're like, okay, like let's go and surprise some people. Now the expectations are pretty high, and we got to live up to those, but we're ready for that. So just kind of a, a shift in, in kind of the mental approach, I guess, uh, really understanding how talented we are and, and putting that work in every day to go and show it. Is there, Lucas, is there less weirdness with COVID because of what you guys went through last year with the 60-game schedule without playing with fans, that now you're maybe used to it a little more? It, does it feel less weird to be playing during this time? Absolutely. You know, the more experience you get in in whatever you do, you're going to get more used to it over time. You're going to, you know, be more comfortable, and that's kind of where we're at. Uh, we had that shortened season last year. Pretty much in the middle of the pandemic, we were able to get it done for the most part. A uh, few blips with some teams, but we we were pretty uh, clean. We got through it pretty well uh, as a squad, and now we just take that experience, and you know we're definitely more used to it now. Making sure we're wearing our masks and and uh, adhering to all the protocols and whatnot. Lucas, what are your early impressions of your new manager? Tony's been great. Um, I was impressed. I was impressed with him as soon as I got on the phone with him in the off season a couple times. Uh, 
one one thing that stuck out with me was that he talked about how important it is that we have a family environment, how he wants to come in and earn our respect. He doesn't want to come in and set, have a bunch of rules and make us, you know, do things we're not comfortable doing. He, he wants, he wanted to come in, make a good first impression, earn our respect as players. Um, and he's definitely done that. Um, the way he runs camp is very, very, uh, detail oriented. Uh, we're going over a lot of different things. Uh, it's just been great so far. I can't wait to get in the season. Lucas Giolito joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Uh, Sox fans are so used to Don Cooper, you know, and he was a, a guy who got a lot of pub as a pitching coach. Now Ethan Katz is in, a guy that you have a long history with. Can you share with our listeners your history with your new pitching coach and tell us what makes him great? Yeah, Ethan's fantastic. I mean, I've been, you know, I, I've talked about this a lot now, but I've been working with Ethan since I was 15. He turned me from a hard thrower into a pitcher, a first-round pick. Um, the work never stopped from there. But, you know, when he was hired over, I was very excited for, for myself being able to work with him on a daily basis throughout the course of the season. But most of my excitement was with the work he'd be putting in with all the other pitchers. Um, we're kind of in a day and age now where development in the big leagues is a thing. It didn't used to be that way. Uh, they used to call guys up when they're ready. Uh, and they've proven that, you know, they're beyond the minor leagues. Uh, whereas nowadays they call up a bunch of young guys that might not be ready for the big leagues. So you got uh, a big emphasis on developing a pitcher at the big league level, which is difficult to do. But Ethan has the tool set. He has the work ethic. Um, he has the adaptability. Uh, he's kind of learned top to bottom, all the analytics stuff. But he also has that like old school pitching coach approach, which I think appeals better to a player. Um, so it's just a wonderful mix. Uh, I've been very impressed with some of the strides uh, a bunch of the younger guys have made working with him. And it's just going to continue. Yeah, I was gonna just I was just gonna ask you, can you see tangible evidence of the benefits with guys like Kopech and Cease and even Crochet and some of the others? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Cease has cleaned a few things up, his mechanics are looking cleaner. Um I'm seeing a lot of focused work with with Michael, uh, you know, who's coming back off after a year off, uh Crochet as well. So yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit for all those guys. The talent level is just extraordinary. Now it's it's just time to, to put some things together and and start to uh, get some zeros in the big leagues. Lucas, we know what's important to you. You want to win it all. It's World Series or bust for this team. Are there any big personal goals? Do you view the Cy Young as something that, that is attainable for you at this point? Absolutely. I mean... It'd be it'd be great to win the Cy Young Award, but I'm not going to win the Cy Young Award by trying to win it. For me, it's very process oriented. If I'm putting my work in on a daily basis, if I'm preparing myself for all my starts correctly, then I can go out there and I don't have to be stressed out about anything because I put all the work in. Now I just get to go out and play and have fun. That's that's the way I view it. Um, as far as personal goals, I want to throw 200 or more innings. Uh, if I'm doing that, then I'm probably doing a pretty good job as a starting pitcher. 
and uh, I'll just kind of let the rest fall into place from there. What did you work on this past offseason, or what are you working on now currently at camp, and, and how do you like how you're throwing the ball early on? Uh, this offseason, I had a big emphasis on the slider, uh, really trying to make that more and more consistent, um, you know, so I can go into starts where I feel comfortable being a three-pitch guy every single time. Whereas in the last couple of years, I have a couple starts where the slider just wasn't there early, and I'd have to heavily rely on the changeup to complement the heater. Um, and I've been pleased with the progress there. Uh, I threw a decent amount of sliders yesterday. I feel like it's in a pretty good spot. And other than that, just focusing on on my routine, my my kind of mindset, um, getting acclimated to game speed again. Uh, challenging hitters, throwing a ton of strikes, keeping the walks down. Uh, those are all points of emphasis. Lucas Giolito joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Uh, are you going to get in the studio and uh, cut a song like uh, Mankata did this offseason? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> have, have you guys watched it, and do you give them crap over it, or do you think that that's cool? Oh, I got the sneak peek. I watched that music video last year. Really? So, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he was sitting on that one for a while before it was released. <laughs> um, I also know he's recorded quite a few more songs. I have not heard them yet, but I'm looking forward to the, the Yo-Yo uh, Mankata album maybe in the next couple years here. <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, what, what? What, what I was going to ask also, what does a guy like Lance Lynn add to you guys, not just in your rotation, but inside your clubhouse as well? Tonka truck. Yeah, that's what Dallas has been calling him. He, he's an absolute wow. beast, man. Uh, again, like for me, having that goal to throw 200 or more innings, that's a guy that does that. Uh, I've been talking with him, learning from him uh, throughout this camp. I just love the way he pitches with his fastball. Uh, different variations of fastball, but he's the kind of guy similar to me where it's like, here, like here's my stuff, try and hit it, man. Uh I just love that out of a starter. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just huge for us. Yeah. Uh, having another guy that's going to go deep into games, uh, kind of, you know, he knows what to do to be successful. That's huge. One of our favorite segments, Lucas, is what to watch for. We've talked to you about it before, especially when you were quarantining last year. Any good uh, binge-worthy TV movie recommendations you've got for our listeners? Um, my wife and I just watched we watch a lot of true crime stuff. We watched the one about the Cecil Hotel and, and the woman that was, like, missing from there. Really depressing. <laughs> but it was very interesting, too. Um, it, was, it was cool, too, because we, we grew up in Los Angeles, and, like, there's a lot of, like, L.A. history kind of intertwined in there. Um, that's the most recent thing I've watched. I haven't been watching a lot of TV recently. All right. Well, uh, I know you got a lot on your plate. That's for sure. We always appreciate the time. Go get them this year, and we can't wait to talk more on the home of the Sox. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Lucas. All right, Lucas. Always one of my favorite interviews. Now yeah. he is—he has not only become like one of my favorites uh, to talk to, but he's one of my favorites to watch. And if you're a Sox fan, you've got to be fired up listening yeah. to a guy like that and the way he is. Really, after being down the last couple of years, creating what he's created. 
Uh, great stuff from Lucas Giolito. We have Michael Wilbon coming up at 5. It's Waddle and Sylvie.